This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Love who you are. Love, 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 love. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Love who you are. Love, 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 love. Love who you are, you got to love who you are. Love who you are. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome here to another fabulous. Tuesday night. That's Tommy Pride. That's Cam. I'm Andy. And, and I'm Matt. Matt's from right. Norswood, in case some of you haven't realised yet. So he's got that little twang in his voice. That's Matt. Uh, my name's Mitch. I like sheep. Uh, Matt. Um, on tonight's show, Mr. Gay World 2021 resigns after he doesn't like his contract. Oh. Uh, trans pride flag planted on Antarctica's highest peak to celebrate the community's resilience. Christian parents, oh, this is a good one. Christian parents sue the government over somebody else's kid wearing a dress. What do you got over there, Matt? Okay, Your little um, hand. just a warning, their bears will be out in the next week or two. Oh. Um, and, um, yes, so just a, a little bit of one from just before Christmas um, for a cafe owner. Um, reduced to tears after homophobic abuse from an anti-vaxxer. Oh, I think I read that. Is that a Kiwi yeah. cafe? Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Um, yeah. Some of the anti... Some really? of them are nasty, like I've dealt with a couple at work, but some of them are just nasty. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Cam, what have you got over there? Is that sports desk? Uh, yes, I have the Wellington City Council spend a lot of money repainting the Rainbow Crossing. So not quite the sports desk, but we'll get there anyway. Um, Just before we go any further, um, a shout-out to the NPR team. Um, We've been presented with these beautiful, I guess, for the new year, a new chic look, Mm. Um, these beautiful black face masks. Um, We we tried them on and all they said was, nah, we can still see your face. uh, They are very nice and thick, but made with a beautiful lycra. And they've got the lovely nose wire at the top there. Um, So we'll find out if they are indeed for sale or if they're just giving some away. They are butt Um, cheek smooth. Okay, that's not where we're going to go with that, but okay, well... um, Let's start with the Christian parents, shall we? Oh. I love I love one of these stories. It warms the cockles of my um, ex-Catholic school heart. <laughs> a Christian, only in America too, I think it's American, uh, a Christian couple are taking legal action against the government because their child was confused about another child wearing a dress. Nigel and Sally Rowe claim that their then six-year-old son came home from school four years ago confused as to why a boy is now a girl because a gender-diverse child in his class would sometimes switch between traditionally masculine and feminine clothes. Mm. Instead of taking their child, uh, talking to the child about gender and gender expression, they pulled him out of his church in England... Church of England primary school. Oh, is this English? Mm. Oh, pulled him out of his Church of English England primary school on the Isle of Wight and chose to homeschool him. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, they previously took their older son out of the same school when a classmate came out as a trans girl because he was confused to the point of being unwell and stressed. Says it all there, really. Uh, now, backed by Christian Legal Centre, the, Ra- the, the Rose are taking legal action. They specifically object to the local authorities' adoption of the Cornwall School's transgender guidance, which aims to give inclusive advice to teachers, governors on trans issues, promote inclusion, and for all within education of uh, education by improving services for trans children and students, and empower supporters of trans students. Mm-hmm. The guidelines emphasise that there is an extremely important uh, that it is extremely important as a matter of fairness and respect and inclusion to ensure that the correct gender name and pronouns are used uniformly to address trans people, and that trans students should should be able to wear the uniform of their true uh, true gender. It also comment, uh, also recommends that the gender neutral toilets should be available. 
by the couple, uh, but the couple is seeking a judicial review, claiming that there has been a failure by ministers to challenge the guidance because the Department of Education refused to intervene in their case. Diddums. Uh-huh. Uh, Nigel Rowe told the Times that he thinks the guidance should be replaced with something that protects the children from partisan, partisan. partisan materials that lead them down a river of irreversible harm. <laughs> he said, we believe it is wrong to encourage very young children to embrace transgenderism. I don't think they're embracing transgenderism. Yeah. I think they're just being themselves. Uh, boys are boys and girls are girls. We took this action with heavy hearts, but have... Having seen the issue has escalated, we feel vindicated and believe that the government must be challenged. Sally Rowe added, six-year-old children are not able or even allowed to make decisions on a voting, on voting or having a tattoo, for example. It is therefore immoral, immoral to think that they can make such a life-changing decision at a young age. A life-changing decision like wearing a dress, perhaps, mm. or a, a colour. Uh, as a society, we're called to protect children. These guidelines and culture are embedding in primary schools as achieving the opposite. A Department for Education spokesperson, spokesman told The Times, we recognise that the issues relating to gender identity can be complex and sensitive. Schools are best placed to work with parents, pupils and public services to decide what is best for individual children and what is best for all others in the school. Um, so this is the kind of thing precisely why they're having to educate mm. um, and promote inclusion within education mm. because of parents like this. As a small child, as a small child, it might be one or two years ago, but do you remember some something perhaps that you did was slightly not boyish? One or two things. Maybe one or two things that were boyish. Were there one or two things as a child that perhaps you didn't do that were boyish? Uh, most everything. Yeah. Mm. Just just an option. Did you have a favourite toy that perhaps wasn't mm-hmm. related to a boy's toy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just want to yeah. say what it is. No. I I had a I had a My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. My first school bag was pink. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to continue or uh, like no, no, like well, these these were things that I I hadn't chosen. Yeah. My parents had just gone. Oh, cool. There we go. Mm. I mean. I guess my key thing for these parents is the kids aren't even in the <coughs> school. So go away. But they're children. They're allowed yeah. to play around with things exactly. and express well, not, how they feel. Not their and children. How about as parents, you know, you have a conversation with their child and talk about it so they're not confused. You know, like yeah. I always remember if I little, was like... Little Johnny wants to wear that today and that's mm. fine. But perhaps tomorrow little Johnny might not want to wear. Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. You know, like mm. uh, growing up, it's like, oh, actually, I want to look like, you know, my sister always wanted to have a haircut like my dad, who always had, you know, had like a buzz cut. Yeah. Uh, and went to the hairdresser. The hairdresser made it basically as short as the really short bob cut. And my sister didn't like it because she kept getting asked if she was a boy or a girl. But you know. isn't that the joy of being being a young person? You get to decide and choose yeah. certain things. But there was no, you know, like there was nothing harmful to any other kid really about that situation, other than. And if your child is confused because little Johnny wore a dress to school, um, your child is easily confused. They probably don't want to go to theatre. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't let your children get involved in the theatre. Don't watch TV. Don't watch TV. Don't go to the theatre. Yeah. Don't, don't go don't, to church. There are men who wear dresses in church. Exactly. Don't <laughs> yes. go to priests. Don't go to cafes because half the staff in cafes are. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So stay in your bubble. Um, we shall go to a song. Fantastic. Here we go. This is a. Uh, Chapel of Love by Bette Midler. Ah, good choice.
I do love that song. Uh, Pit's ending. Classic. Yes, absolutely. Cam, I I think we should go straight into another song. We are. We are. This is going to be Set Me Free by Rainbow Riots. So here we go. Set Me Free, Rainbow Riots. Set me free by Rainbow whoa. Riots. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so some people have passed away. Oh, it's been a sad couple of weeks. Um, so every year around Christmas time, New Year's time, there seems to be like three, two or three celebrities all at the same time. Mm. So we found out, of course, um, on Monday that Bob Saget passed away. I'm not laughing. I'm not. Uh, Betty White, though. Betty White, oh, so going to be missed. Yeah. I mean, one of the funniest people on See, the planet. See, I reckon they preempted her her 100th birthday too soon. Yeah, yeah. They were I think they were like all sorted <laughs> for it and then it just they all went. Um, and then Sydney Portier the other day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you don't know who Sydney Portier is, uh, amazing actor from the States. Mm-hmm. Um, go and watch a movie called To Sir With Love, mm-hmm. which is also a song by Lulu. Um, what other movies was he in? Um, you see Blackboard Jungle. Jungle, yep. yep. Um, I, I learned some interesting stuff when um, during the um, black rights movement, the the early rights movement in, in the States, when people were being arrested and his career was, was starting to flourish, he would bail people out. Um, he would pay their bail bond. And I thought that was that was classy. That was yeah. that's how you pay it back to your community. That's I think that's the only yeah. upside of when certain celebrities pass away, you yeah. those stories come into the yeah. woodwork and yeah. you hear um you know, like all of the photos of Betty White with puppies. Mm. Mm. Like I had no idea then, she was so into dogs. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. just really, really sweet. And then you see all the cute memes mm. of um, there was an episode from the Golden Girls where um, I think she was about to leave and she'd come back and they've said, I'll be so glad you're back, we've missed you so much. And they'd taken like a little snippet of that and did it as like a little meme and I was like, oh, my life. Mm. Had a little cry to myself. Um, yeah. 
Let's move on. Yes. Um, what have you got, uh, Matt? It's, can we have a song? We've just. No, I want another one. We've, we've just. I know, but we've got lots. But. No. Okay. That's fine. No, that's fine. A little bit of dead air there for a second. Um, let's go to another song, please. Can we have something um, well, slightly upbeat? Uh, this is by Uni- it's Universe by Savage Garden. Oh, it's it's um, the cute one, the other one. Yes. <laughs> Not the cute one, the other one. I like it. The cute one, it's, the other one. That's how we used to refer to them. It's the cute one and the other one. Okay, here we go. It's a mind bender. It's a oh, mind bender. Mind bender. That just, was Savage Garden with the universe. Just talking about the series one of Batwoman. Batwoman. Was okay. it Ruby, Ruby Rose? No uh, idea. Ruby Rose. Yeah. yeah, and it's clearly like a lesbian story and it's oh, great. Right. It's great. What do you got over there, Matt? What do you okay, got over there in so your little hands? Be careful. There are going to be bears about. If you go down to the woods mm. today, you better go in disguise. Okay, so the 12th anniversary of Bear New Zealand Week um, takes place from Tuesday the 25th to Monday the 31st of January at various venues in Auckland. So, yep, if you're in Auckland. <laughs> Sorry, is this like a holiday that Aucklanders have made up? It, <laughs> Is this like a public holiday that Aucklanders have gone? Aucklanders have gone. COVID's got us a bit down recently. Let's have beer week. <laughs> Sorry. So here's so some of the highlights and, and some of the history. Um, let's see. Uh, the oldest T-shirt, um, the um, conveners of, of beer of beer weeks got is from 2013, which sounds about right. Um, Bear New Zealand Week is put together by an extended group of friends known as the Bear Cabal. I love it. That's cute. Um, And I don't exactly remember um, when I joined officially. Well, that's okay. We all have those issues. 
Um, let's see. Uh, the inaugural, an inaugural bear drag diva cabaret appearance um, by this fella um, was in 2014 as Miss Smiley Virus at Kaluzi. So Kaluzi were involved from a ways back. Um, so I, it sounds as though many um, go to Auckland to celebrate this. I'm sure there are a few uh, local Palmerston North Bears who had that way. I'm pretty sure uh, Ricky from Centrepoint does. Yeah, and yep. there are a couple of guys who used to live here, but yeah. Um, so yeah, what is the whole bear thing? A bear is an attitude rather than an appearance. Um, there are a bunch of like-minded, community-focused people who want to have events uh, where all are welcome, no matter who they are. Um, if if you come to the Tri Nations dance party, there's a plethora of shapes and sizes, ethnicities and genders, all dancing around the floor in various states of undress. Oh, good lord! And all of them are having an old-fashioned <coughs> bloody good time. Sounds wonderful. So check it out. Um, go to the um, the Express page. Check out. Um, don't don't Google beer. Not on your work computer. <laughs> no, you'll get all kinds of things. Um, but yeah, check out Express and the article there on uh, Beer New Zealand Week twenty twenty two. I might even see if we can put a link of it on our Facebook I page. Do. I might see if we can do that now. Actually, um, Cameron, what have you got over there? You've got a little short article. I ha- I have. Could you slip that in? No, I'm no, I don't. Well, I could, but we actually, Cameron. Have to I'm go going to tell you. Thirty seconds. We're oh. going to have to go to a commercial. All break. right. So thirty seconds. I'll fill it in for you on the twenty second of January. That is a Saturday night. We. Have have got a drag bingo coming up, Cafe Royale. Um, tickets are three, bingo tickets themselves are $3 each. Or if you book online, which is recommended you do, you can buy three for three for $10 to get a raffle ticket chucked in there as well. Um, lots of giggles, lots of inappropriate giggles. Uh, the cafe itself will be open prior for um, drinks, nibbles, and foodie things. Snacks. Snacks. Um, so, yeah, pop along. Bookings can be made. Um, there will be a link on our Facebook page. I'll pop that through. But what is the? It is tinyurl dot com slash j a n twenty twenty two. Bingo. Yeah. Twenty two. I have to go and double check that one. Uh, it is. It is. If you can hear the music in the background. Oh. It is tinyurl.com forward slash janbingo22. That's right, tinyurl.com forward slash janbingo22. Um, so pop on there, pre-book your tickets. Um, you will need a vaccine pass if you're coming along to that. Yeah. Um, it is a vaccine pass only venue. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, we look forward to seeing you there. Right. And on that note, we're going to go to a short commercial interlude. We'll be right back momentarily. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Express. And we're back. Thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everybody out there for that little uh, little break. All righty. Um, so what have you got on your little formy shit? Oh, my little formy. Wow, I have from Wellington, from the capital, from the capital, folks. Uh, Wellington City Council spent $17,500 repainting its Rainbow Crossing. That's right. Sorry, how much? $17,500. I have a question for you, Cameron. Yes. How much did the Palmerston City Council spend on pr- on pr- uh, printing, pr- painting, painting our one? I'd have to find that out. But Probably I'm sure not totally anywhere near out. that amount of money, though. No. Yeah. Bearing uh, in mind the Wellington one is big. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but ours is economical. 
Yes, so I feel I feel there's a, a disproportionate of costs here. Um, so the iconic, awesome, the iconic the strip or uh, strip of street in Wellington is getting a fresh coat of paint for the new year. That's right, the Rainbow Crossing at the intersections of Cuba Mall. Uh, so you'll know that from the tippy buckets and the water fountain. The woody bucket. The tippy buckets. The tippy buckets. Yes. The water, the water fountain bucket tippy things. Uh, and Dixon Street uh, will be... Dixon what? Dixon. Dixon. D-I-X-O-N. Watson Street? Dixon Street, okay. Well, we repainted nearly January, so we have confirmed it's just been has been completed. The Wellington City Council continues its commitment to being an inclusive capital. The first rainbow appeared in 2018, and this is the first time it has been repainted at a cost of $17,500. $17,000? The job will be carried out by Downer New Zealand and Filton Hogan with some night work expected. Where they're dependent, the repainting will take place between the 7th and 9th, so uh, it is now being completed, with the road closed between Victoria and Taranaki Street over this time. Uh, residents, deliveries and business vehicles will be allowed across as usual. Uh, so big uh, ups to Wellington for you know updating the, the crossing, mm. giving it a fresh coat of paint. Oh, a fresh slap Bye. of paint. A fresh slap of paint. And on that note, we're going to go to a song. This one is by Drake Jensen. It's not about me. Here we go. I used to wake up thinking how I'd like to spend my day. I only had myself. Please, and I like that okay and Everything that happened Only happened to me That's how it used to be Now I pray for you More than I pray for myself For the first time in my life with It's Not About Me Anymore. Um, totally, totally off topic for our show, but I was just watching a thing about uh, a doctor down in Canterbury giving out um, exemptions. Yeah. Bless her heart, and she's um, being deregistered for her. Mm. Well, it is a breach of the code of conduct. It was against it. her faith. Oh. Next, people will be wearing dresses to her clinics. Oh, yes. Well, She'll be confused. She'll oh. be confused. I mean, it's interesting with the whole um, COVID experience to date. Um, let's yeah. In, let's in, take a minute to talk about in that. In New Zealand, you know, we've already had at least one bar owner I'm aware of who basically slammed the gay community um, for our behaviour in relation to risk of spreading um, such viruses. Um, he was also in trouble for a whole lot of other things too. But um, yeah, it's like. 
Yeah, the people who are jumping up and down against this are strong opponents to our rights. But it's generally the ones vaping. Yeah. You know, like it's the ones who are going, we don't know what's in it. Well, neither do you know about your vaping, but... Exactly. Well, that's okay. You know, we'll continue nuggets. vape. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... Like I know with, with my work, we've, out of all of the people that we have through, there is a small percentage that uh, refuse to or kick up a fuss. Mm. So far out of the ones that I've seen, it's mostly been a language barrier where people don't quite understand that, yes, you can have the little purple card, but we physically need to see a pass for you to enter the premises. Right. so maybe they haven't been able to access the past because of the language. Um, people still aren't getting the mask thing. We've had people coming going, oh, well, have you got any masks to give out? No. Like, how? it's been, what, a year? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. been over a year. If you can't, oh, it just gets on my goat. Mm. And it goes have over you? your mouth and nose. The amount of people I see just wearing it, like, you know, over I their mean, nose. Uh, we have to repetitively mention to them and say, Sorry, sir, can you just put your mask back Or up? take their mask off to sneeze or cough and I'm just like... Well, no, the, no, the one uh, we love the one we love at work, our favourite one, is the old dears who you'll be talking to them and they go, sorry, dear, I can't hear, but they'll take their mask off when they do it because clearly their mask, the air has been covered with the elastic. Sorry, dear, what were you saying? I didn't hear you. <laughs> Have you guys run into anything in your works or... Um. Or in some of your community stuff that you're it's doing? It's really interesting. I mean, I've encountered primarily people who are very um, very positive about doing the right thing mm. and, um, you know, who will come to meetings and and will say, are we masks on or masks off for yeah, this meeting? Yeah. And, um, <coughs> and I always wonder, when are we masked off? But... Mm, um, but it's like you know they genuinely want to know they they don't want to offend or or put anyone at risk and I think that's really cool yeah um, it's you know and of course you know this week Cam and I went and got boosted which is such a wonderful way of have you tried it. the cutlery on your arm yet <laughs> can you do that when you get home. Try the what? Cutlery on your arm, see if it magnetises. I've oh, seen please. I've seen videos right. of people doing it, no, I but like I think they've double-sided taped it just yeah. to... No, I just... Um, and I have to say, what an awesome setup they've got here. Yeah. Um, Which one did you go to? Went to the um, the Fitzherbert Ave one. Oh, like Toy World one? Yeah, yeah. and so, so well-organised. Yeah. Amazing stuff they've got there. Yeah. You can see that they're trying to be as courteous as possible and they've probably had some who are a little bit meh. But, you know, they're so easy to engage with and there are some questions you have to answer when you get there, um, mostly about whether you've got any symptoms at the moment, if you're waiting for any test results, that sort of thing. Yeah. But totally reasonable questions and the... Uh, the staff guiding you through—is that the the wardens, the Māori wardens? Yeah, I think so they're doing, doing it, it. and yeah. and I think then they hand it over to, uh, I think they're probably nursing staff or something like that. Yeah, and they're they're just great. They're yeah. really engaging. Um, they saw Cam and I and said, you know, you guys want to come through together. So yeah. no qualms, no problem at all. I have yet to go for my booster, but my first two. Um, with the exception of maybe one one person in the Māori Warden group, but like you say, they've probably had a few people come up to them be dicks. Um, yeah, with the exception of maybe one or two of those, yeah. if they were just lovely. Um, they, they just are, but, but the yeah. one or two, I think, have probably um, had an altercation. With, like you don't know what's gone on in someone else's yeah, day. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I just think, you know, you know the Māori Wardens, the, the team there... Um, doing the mahi, I, I think you're all awesome. Yeah. And, you know, doing the right thing, doing a great job and doing what you can to keep us all safe. Yeah. Really brilliant. No, that's cool. And right at the top of it, we've got Ashley and Jacinta as well. Ooh. You know. Oh, people will be writing and complaining. Oh, I've, yeah. I've heard some stories about people not liking Cindy. I love I, Cindy. I, I think she's great. I, I know. And they seem to have this view that, 
She can do absolutely anything she wants when in fact she, that, that can't happen. So I have, I have a feeling that because we have it so good here in here mm. in New Zealand and here in Palmerston North, we have mm. very limited... Amazing um, council. Um, we have very support. limited... Um, like I don't, I think we've had that one trucker that came through that kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Like it's very minimal, but I think because we have it so good here in New Zealand, um, and it's because they've got the restrictions on and we've had the lockdowns and all that kind of thing. Because we have it so good here, people don't realise how bad it is overseas. Mm-hmm. Still, mm-hmm. Um, we have a friend who is over in Mexico at the moment, um, and he's just being diagnosed as having COVID. Um, there's a whole bunch of celebrities getting sick of him, code. Uh, Ollie Alexander from Years and Years, Hi. he's got COVID. Uh, there's a bunch of drag queens from Australia that have got it. Ed Sheeran, um, Ed got, Sheeran it. got it. Uh, John Barryman got it. Wow. His husband got it. Um, so there's all of these people getting it, and yes, they've all been vaccinated. So it is less of a, I guess, a threat Thank to God their they system. Were vaccinated, yes. However, but because we have it so good here in New Zealand and there's X amount of cases, we've yeah. only had, what, 40 people pass away? Ish, 40 ish. Yep. Whereas overseas. For New Zealand, it's still New Zealand, too many. <laughs> for, for New Zealand, yeah. it's too many. Mm. But you By compare us to overseas, I think we're the last of the. Mm. We're on the last of the list for the amount of people that have. Yeah. And because oh, yeah. we've had it so good, I don't think people realise that. I mean, if you look at Europe and the, and the steps that governments there have had to take now, um, you know. Not just lockdowns, but like mega lockdowns. Yes. Um, you know, all the theatres, all the theatres that yeah, they've closed down, all where, of the arts where you that can have... get nothing without a passport. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think oh, our government has done, gone to great strides to maintain our liberties as much yeah. as possible. And and they in go an on emergency, but they go on. You know, we're in a police state and blah blah blah. I mean, there are still people con- comparing it to the. Um, to the, to the concentration, you know, like it just yeah. to the war times and and, yeah. and you think about it. If you look and and looking at it and what they're doing, I mean, I was watching a thing on TV where China went and welded the gates shut and put tanks in front of the gates mm. of a whole city and said, "This whole city is in lockdown. If you move past here, you mm. will be arrested and taken to jail." Like that yeah. is how. Yeah. yeah. So that is that is a police state. We're allowed to go to the supermarkets to get toilet paper. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. if we've got a vaccine pass, we're allowed to go and have a coffee in a cafe. And the, I think that's really important, though, that, that you know, here we are in the midst of, of this pandemic and we still there are still things we can do. We can support our own community. We can support locals. Um, local businesses, local, local entrepreneurs, local performers, etc. We can look after these people because they're our whānau. Mm. We can, we can um, do things like go to cafes, go to um, events. Um, Malgrat, as we, we know, has an event coming up and it's a passport-only event. That's how it is, folks. This yeah. is this is the world. It's, it's the new. And, it's the new order. But it's about way. keeping us safe. And Melgra has a responsibility to do its part. Yeah. To make sure that <coughs> events that we that Melgra facilitates that Melgra supports are safe because we want our community safe. We, you know, I mean, we have um, we can have be having people within our community who are immunosuppressed perhaps, um, or who are experiencing um, ill health. We have a number in, in our Manawatu region um, who are older people, and there may be um, health-related situations there too. We have a duty as, as a community, as a GLITFAB, an LGBTQ community, to be looking after all of our community, not just the ones who want to party. But I also think the ones who want to party, that's all fine and good. Mm. But if you want to go and party and, and have the fun, then there's a few things, you, you know, there's, there's consequences. You go and get your jab, you can go and do whatever. That's great. Mm-hmm. Don't get your jab. Well, you know, like we want hospital care. We pay taxes. It's a given. You don't like. But just, you're a grown up. You've got choices to make. Go and get your jab and have, you know, do what you want to do. Or don't go and get your jab. Yeah. And there are. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, nah. I mean, even I know, here I, at I, NPR, you know. Um, 
I was chatting to someone yesterday and they were like, oh, it's my last day at work today. And I went, oh, that's nice and walked away thinking to myself, but if you'd got the jab, you would have stayed on at that job. Mm. Yep. It was your choice. So NPR here, that they expect people to be jabbed. Hmm. Um, That's how they keep the team here safe and that's how they keep um, presenters for other shows safe. That's really important they do that. And, and I, mean, I think it's really good um, thinking on their part and it's really responsible and I admire them for that. But not only that, like look in front of you guys, we've got a packet of there's there. a packet of masks there if you need one. Yes. There's disinfectant wipes. Hand sanitizer. But a detailed disinfectant wipes, some uh, rapid yep. protect hand sanitizer. Absolutely. And they've given us these gorgeous masks. Um, yep. And we'll use them. And we'll that's, use them. That's what we do in, in 2022. Well, it also means um, I can wash my yeah. wash your fluoro, fluoro yellow one that I've got. I, I think we need a song, Cameron. We do. This is by uh, Jimmy Warm. Worm. Worm. Uh, United. Here we go. I wanna play the games and lose a win You know it's all the same Cause we're all winners When we stand united Even in our darkest hour We cannot be divided Because we're all winners When we stand Cause our time is now and we're all winners when we stand united. Even in our darkest hour, we cannot be divided. Because we're all winners when we stand Jimmy Worm. So we were just off here continuing our conversation about the vaccine passes. Yeah. Um, and I just want to put it out there like, if you go to a place and you don't have your vaccine pass with you, or perhaps you don't have a vaccine pass, because perhaps you didn't get vaccinated, that is your choice. Mm. But please don't have a go at the person who is asking to see a vaccine pass. They are just there simply doing a job. Mm. Their um, job. Their job. It's something that their bosses have asked them to do, or perhaps the board that they work for has requested um, mm. And it's it's yeah, yep. it's just life. But there are ways to to access the pass. I mean, there are pharmacies that are helping people get yep. physical passes. Um, this is 
Yeah. around. I suppose um, even if you rang one of the health lines, yeah. they'd probably be able to help I you. I know here in Or your GP Palm- might. Palmerston, if you go in to do your booster shot or any of your, your other vaccines, yeah. uh, your first or your second one, you just let them know and the people on the reception will help you get your – will help you actually print out the pass yeah. really when you're good. there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. people are there to help. Yeah. I was just yeah. saying um, – so Cam's just come back into the room. I was just saying with some of those um, international groups – like the refugees and that sort of thing. Um, I'm not sure if Red Cross have anything going, but I think if they don't, if someone is listening and they work for Red Cross and you don't already have it going, mm. it would be really cool to see those international groups being approached with people saying, hey, do you have your vaccine passes? Do you need a hand getting your vaccine passes? Because mm. we've had a few people come through work who, it's a lang- yeah. but it's a language barrier. Um, but then and saying that as well, we have a lot of disabled people that come through mm. and straight away without even asking, got they've, they've got their vaccine pass out, they're scanning their card, their phone thing. Mm. And it's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah, It's great. Anyway, what have you All got, right. well, Adam McCall? As a on from it. So Catherine Baraguanas um, of Natihene is the owner of Cafe 39 Gillies in Kawakawa. It says she is representative of what's going on for hospitality workers across New Zealand, and it's getting out of hand. So this was from just before Christmas, but I think it really says a lot. Um, We've had small attacks daily, and we can withstand those, but daily attacks when we ask um, for the Vax Pass is not on. The... um, the 46-year-old who came out as lesbian 30 years ago when she was 16 says she was never has never experienced homophobia previously, <coughs> particularly in her own far north community of Kawakawa. Beautiful place, by the way. Um, in an interview with Te Ao Māori News, she said she and her wife, uh, Olive, uh, Olive Brown, have run the cafe for six years. And on Sunday, um, so this would have been the Sunday before the 22nd of December, um, their sexuality was used as in an attempt to kick them down. I felt ashamed. I felt like I was 16 and coming out again. I felt um, paru being gay all over a vaccine pass, she said. In an emotional video posted on the cafe's Instagram page, she outlined her frustration and is looking for at ways where she can protect herself and her staff. She has lodged a complaint with the police and is hoping this process will offer some uh, reprieve. If I had Jacinda's number, I would have rung her and said, I'm going to give them a coffee. It's not worth the attack. In North uh, Northland, 83% of the eligible population has been vaccinated. I think that's improved uh, since then. Um, but for Māori in uh, Titai Tokoro, it's 73%. I think that's also improved since then. But I've heard in places like uh, where Rachel lives. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the town right now. Radahi? Radahi. Um There are people in there who just aren't aren't vexed, aren't, mm. there's just not, yeah. Yeah. Although Baragwana says uh, she supports the efforts to get people vaccinated, it comes at a cost. We support the Kopapa, we understand that we need to have safe communities, but our lives were threatened, our livelihoods were, our livelihoods were threatened, we've been bombarded even for our business on Google Review. We didn't know how to report that to Google. Um, and Google needs to be taking that into consideration. That I guess that would come under harassment and yeah. bullying and stuff. But a lot of those Google reviews, yep. yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm. So I think those are some of the challenges that businesses are experiencing. And we we need to be, I think, actively supporting our local whanau, our local businesses um, as best we can. I also um, think, though, if, if you're in a venue or if you're in a space and you can see someone getting attacked for... Yeah. If if you feel safe to do so, yeah, don't step do it in. if you don't. So so we've had um, other customers who have stepped in and said, "This person is just here doing their job. Don't have a go at them." Mm. Um, because yeah, yeah, it's a hard, it's a really hard one. I think you you were right before because the the numbers have not been 
massive in New Zealand, although through Delta they certainly jumped up. Mm. Um, you know, people don't have a, the, a real clue of what is going some on. Some have gone a bit blasé about yeah. it. Um, there was one person I know, I know who the person is, I know their name. They had come in into my place of work, asked, oh, why is the area closed? I said, oh, because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. And she acted like she had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Now, she lives in Ashurst. Yeah, no, that's not... That's not like, I know you're in the sticks, love, but... <laughs> and okay. that, ladies and gentlemen, is all we have time for tonight. Oh, really? So yes. Goodness to me. Uh, well, Probably we don't, don't even have time, time to play the last oh, my goodness. Um, right, so last words from Matt. Go. Please be safe. Keep those around you safe. Look after one another. Every single one of us matters. And we need to be in this with one another. This pandemic hasn't ended. It's going on. It, there are going to be new variants. Um, anyone who is directly affected, yeah, our thoughts, our prayers, our hopes are with you. Um, but we need to be looking after one another and we need to look after ourselves. Cameron, what do you got to say? Just be kind to one another, people. Just be kind. Yep. Nice. Uh <laughs> Bingo, 22nd January. Pop along um, so you can get those tickets uh, on the link that we mentioned earlier in the show. Um, we'll also put a link to that on our Facebook page. Um, but as far as the COVID stuff goes, bluntly put, don't be a dick. Um, go out, be nice to people. Um, go and pay it forward someone, actually. Yes. Go, and, go and buy someone a chocolate or a hug or something. Buy them a hug. <laughs> Alrighty, stay safe, stay proud, goodbye. Love you, you got to love.